Worldview update, bringing you closer to international or global news. In China, the country's government has now removed Quan Gang from the office of foreign minister after he's not been seen in public for over a month. There's been no explanation for the move, no explanation as to where Quinn has been or why he's no longer appearing in public. Quinn is now being replaced by the former foreign minister, Wang Yi. Kabos van Staden is a senior China-Africa researcher at the South African Institute of International Affairs. Kabos, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning. So Quinn suddenly stopped appearing in public. There's been a busy diplomatic time for China, various people there. Now he's been replaced. What is going on behind the scenes? Well, the short answer is that nobody knows what's going on behind the scenes. Um, there's a, a ton of speculation about why he was replaced and, and you know, kind of what, what the implications are. Um, he's, you know, he's Wang Yi, who's now, who's now back as the, the foreign minister, used to be the foreign minister before Chin took over. Um, and Wang actually outranks Chin a little bit like he, he, um, because he's the, 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 the top diplomat for the party. Um, so, so, you know, kind of he's, him stepping back into that position indicates that there's a kind of a stability, you know, on, in Chinese foreign policy going forward. But like, the, the big mystery is what's happening to Chin and why. Uh, so then when the new person comes in, you say they would essentially been promoted. So now Wang, is, is he being demoted? It doesn't seem like it. He's sort of standing in. I think he's standing in. Um, he's, he's also, you know, I think they're kind of drawing on his expertise because he's, he's a very long, long kind of standing diplomat with a lot of very strong relationships, particularly in the BRICS countries. So, um, you know, and that's why he's in South Africa at the moment to, to deal with, with BRICS meetings. Um, so it's not it's not a demotion. I think I think you know he's kind of handling the he's steering the ship. I think while they're trying to to deal with the with the transition. As I understand it, Quinn uh, was known to be close and to be trusted by President Xi Jinping, and in fact that they'd gone back for many years. Could there have been some sort of strange dispute? Well, this is you know there's basically three three kind of like big rumors around what what might be going what might be going on. First, that he has a, a health problem, which we don't know. You know, none of we don't know whether any of these are true. So, first, that he might have a health problem. Second, that he had a, possibly had an affair, like a public affair with a journalist while he was the the ambassador to the U.S. And third, um, the thing to keep in mind is that yes, he was very close to Xi Jinping, and he was promoted very quickly. Um, he was kind of he was promoted, uh, you know, kind of over the heads of of people who had been in the system longer than he had. So there's the so the third kind of rumor that's circling is that there might have been some kind of internal resentment or some you know some kind of internal issues, you know, kind of that that, that took him down. Um, but yeah, we we don't know what what's happening behind the scenes. Does any of this in, indicate any change at all in Chinese foreign policy? I don't think so. Chinese foreign policy is is, is very centrally kind of made by Xi Jinping himself, um, you know, kind of in, in coordination with, with the party. But, but, you know, but everyone, particularly at the moment in China, everyone who, who is in the government is doing the bidding of Xi Jinping. Um, so I think at the moment, like, that, that will still remain the kind, of, the, the kind of stable factor, I think, in Chinese foreign policy. It's very interesting to see all of this because it's happened at a very diplomatically Busy time for China. Anthony Blinken, the U.S. Secretary of State, was there. There's been a series of other meetings in China quite recently. John Kerry was there from the U.S. Um, there's been a, and then of course there's the flurry of meetings ahead of BRICS. And I mean, for BRICS, it's been a busy time as well. I mean, this has been quite a sort of uh, delicate time for China for all of this to happen. 
Yes, it was, um, and then also because he was he was he disappeared for so long. You know, he was there were several weeks where where there were just meeting after meeting being cancelled for no for no reason um, and no and no explanation given. So it's 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 very interesting, but it's also and you know just a, a demonstration that Chinese politics is just they're just always opaque. You know, and and like the the, the even at, at the most kind of the most transparent times, the, the Chinese Communist Party is extremely opaque, and this is very much not one of the most transparent times. This, you know, everything is super controlled at the moment. So, um, so you know, so we'll have to see what shakes out. Um, in the meantime, there's been some sort of claims, you know, we saw tensions between the U.S. and China really beginning to heat up. There were claims uh, partially related just uh, to Russia's invasion of Ukraine rather than anything happening with China, that China was preparing to invade Taiwan. That's obviously not happened. Um, or tensions ratcheting up. Now we've seen quite a lot of diplomatic activity between the U.S. and China. Do you get a sense the relationship between them or the tensions are cooling? Was it too soon to say or do we still need to wait for the U.S. presidential election? There's uh, there's a lot of attempts from the U.S. to try and kind of warm things up again, and there's also some some very kind of hesitant attempts from the Chinese side as well. But you know, it's it's all happening against the con the the context where the Biden administration has been has implemented you know kind of structural limits to to you know what they how they want to see the Chinese economy developing. Um, and of course, you know the, the you know the the actual Chinese government isn't very happy with that. Um, and so, so there's this kind of underlying kind of long-term tension between the two that that is not going to go away. Um, but at the moment, they're trying to kind of warm things up in order to to have at least some spaces of cooperation, particularly in relation to climate change. Um, so that is at least you know kind of a point of light. But in, in general, the situation is very tense. Kobus van van Staden, thank you very much indeed. Senior China-Africa researcher at the South African Institute of International Affairs. Really do appreciate the time. You're there, FM 27 minutes after six.